Welcome to the Unmothered Podcast. Join me as we explore all the feelings and confusion surrounding the mother-daughter bond. Laugh with me, cry with me, and learn new ways to cope with what can be a very lonely existence without a mother to rely on. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back, peeps. Uh, What's been going on? So it's February already. Oh my gosh. (sighs) Kind of a hard month. I'm just going to say my my brother and my mom's birthday is the first and the second of February. So that's been a little weird for me this year, um, knowing they're both gone now. My dad's gone. So it's like, yeah, it's been kind of a, a weird transition into this new year. And trying to find different topics and things. And I was thinking about moms and had a conversation with someone recently that said, can you do an episode on how we as moms can listen well and not correct our adult children? Ooh, that's a good one. I was like, oh yeah, we need to do that one. Um, Because we've all been guilty of that where... We look at our kids as kids all the time. I see it all the time. Like I even see it now. The next uh, layer of kids just went off to college and I see the moms still like running to all the games and doing all the things and just visiting the kids whenever they can and making sure the kids come home. And, you know, it's like that hard transition of just letting them go and live their life because it's like, you're my babies and I took care of you for so long and nurtured you. And now I have to cut the apron string and it's the hardest thing ever. And so I watched this narrative go on with then the kids graduate from college, they get their own place and they're kind of doing things a little bit differently. And I will say (laughs) this is the hardest thing because when my daughter became a mom and I watched her do things differently with her kids, I was like, I didn't raise you that way. Like, that's not the correct way. So today I wanted to talk about listening as a mom instead of correcting, thinking that our way is the right way and they need more skills from us. They need more info from us. They need our expertise when they're adults. How many times have you guys heard moms say like the kid is getting ready for college um maybe they've graduated from college and they're getting ready they should be getting ready to get their own place or have a plan sometimes they come back one of my daughters came back for a while but there were definite rules in place and a plan for her to move out but how many times have you heard moms say oh you know, little Johnny's only 21 and it's just, he's just not capable of making these decisions. And it's just so hard out there and it's so expensive and they're so blah, 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 fill in the blank. Right. And you're like, yeah, I get it. And especially we live in California. I'm going to give you guys a pass. Cause I, I, it is expensive. It's really hard for single people now to move out on their own, but at what time and at what, <laughs> At, when is the time when finally you go, uh, okay, little Johnny now is 27, 30, like it's time to move out. Like it's time to go, but you keep correcting all the things and then they move out and you want to tell them what is the right way. Well, it's the right way. Cause it's my way. 
And so we get caught up in this child adult kind of role and we get it intermeshed and confused. And so we don't allow them to grow because we're constantly protecting them. We don't allow them, let me say this loud and clear, we don't allow them to fail because failing means that you've done something wrong as a parent. This is how we think as moms. I see it all the time. It's like, well, I got to step in and save them. Like, oh, well, they need this. I got to run 200 miles. I've, I've watched moms like their daughters are sick. They're 21 years old. They're sick. Okay. I mean, they have a cold. They're not in the hospital. Okay. If they're in the hospital. Of course, you're going to run to your children. I would do that until the, the day they die. Like, of course. I'm talking, they have a cold. I have watched moms drive 400 miles to where their child, adult child is. Well, I need to go make soup for them. I need to go and get all the medicine for them. And I'm like, don't they have friends that can help them? Or if they just have a cold, can't they just run to the store and grab whatever and come home and hunker down? And like we all did (laughs) growing up. And I'm a little bit tougher on that side because I didn't have a mom that jumped to my defense every time something happened to me where she came in and saved the day. I had to figure it out. Now, I don't like that wasn't the best way. I think it's nicer. Like, of course, I'm there for my girls when they absolutely need me. But here's the thing. I always ask them, do you need me? They would often say, no, 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 it's okay. And I said, if it gets to a place where you need me, absolutely where you're like, I, I can't fend for myself anymore. I am there. I'll get on a plane. I had one girl in New York. I had one in Southern California. I'm like, I'll get on a plane. I'll get in the car. Like whatever it takes, I will get there because you are my kid. But here is so many things that I see moms getting stuck in these conversations where their opinion is the right way their safety is the right way. Their, you know, how they do things like, oh, my child doesn't know how to make soup the right way or what, like the dumbest things, <laughs> quite frankly, like some of the stories I hear, I'm like, did you not raise these children? Like they should know how to do some wash. They should know how to set an alarm. I, I heard one mom actually had to call her child every morning because his alarm, he just ignored his alarm and he's not going to get up in time. And I need, and I'm like, what? Like at what point does that stop? So then what happens is little Johnny or little Amy or whoever, (laughs) they grow up, they start making their own opinions. They start discovering that there are other opinions out there besides moms and you get offended you're now you're like, hold on. That is not the right way to do that. It's not the correct way. That's not how I raised you. Why are you thinking that way? Uh, Because they're an adult and they're figuring out the world on their own and they don't need your opinion. And also they don't have to ask for your opinion. They are an adult. That is a hard transition as a mom to realize They may not do the same things the way you did it. They may not even agree on some topics that you agree on. That's been a hard one for me as a mom to realize 
they don't always think the same way I do. And there are some topics where I wish that we were on the same page, and they're not. But I love my child, and I want to have communication open with that child, so I'm willing to listen. This is not easy, guys. It's like probably one of the hardest things. We want to jump in and correct them. We want to jump in and tell them our opinion matters and theirs doesn't. But there is no room for growth if we constantly are telling them they're wrong. When you have raised this great child with all these great qualities and all of a sudden you're like, they're not capable of making a different decision but they're 25, they're 30 years old. And I watch moms just step in with that mom authority of like, I am right, you are wrong, and you need to do it my way. And I watch not only girls, I watch grown men keel back to that, like, oh, okay, well, my mom said that I have to do it this way, because that's the correct way. And I'm like, what do you think? Oh, I don't agree with that, but you know, I don't want to ruffle any feathers. I'm like, guess what? Part of being an adult is ruffling feathers with your parents because you have to stand on your own. Their opinion is not the only opinion, and their opinion is not always right. And it's not always wrong, it's just different, and that's okay. So, what happens? What would happen if your child had a different opinion of something, a different way of doing something? Is that just embarrassing for you as a parent where you feel like you've lost face because your kid isn't towing the line? You know, you may be at a party with your adult child and there's a bunch of people around and you say one thing and they say something the completely opposite and you're humiliated because you're like, they're supposed to think the same way I am. How could they disagree with me? And you're worried more about what other people think than really looking at your child and saying, wow, they really they've really thought about this and this is how they feel. And you can just shrug your shoulders and go, okay, that's not how I feel, but good for you. You have an opinion of this. Let me hear more. What would that cost you? We are so concerned with how the outside looks. I see this so much that we have to like have this persona of a perfect family that we're all happy all the time. And we don't argue and we're just so um, in tune with each other. I'm here to tell you right now, that is not my family. If that's what you think of my family, you are dead wrong. Like we have very hard conversations. Sometimes that hurts, but we do it out of love. And, you know, we get to the hard truth. But there are many times where I'm not on the same page as my girls. I'm like, I would never do that. Or they're saying, I am never going to do that. <laughs> the, the thing that my mom does, because that doesn't fit in our life. And I'm okay with that, because when I look at them as a whole, they are really smart, confident women, and that is how I raise them. So there is no like embarrassment from that because they think differently than me. I'm kind of proud of them for having their own voice. And that's the whole point, especially with girls. It's like letting them have their own voice. You don't want to raise daughters that go out in the world that are just yes girls that bow down to everything that everybody else wants 
And then they end up in these relationships where they're just being like bullied by these men. You want women to have an opinion. And also you want men to be confident in who they are to make these decisions to help their future families. And so I think there is this cutting of the cord that has to happen, that it is not a slight on you if your kids don't agree with everything that you do or say anymore. They're not children. They don't need to bow down. When they're kids, they don't have an opinion to the point of like disagreeing with you hard because they're kids. They need to live under your roof, your rules. So a lot of times they got to hold back and be quiet a little bit. Even if uh, like at 12 or 14, they're like, I don't really agree with that. But these are my parents. I have to um, respect their opinion. They can respect your opinion as an adult and still do it differently. That's what I want you to get across is that they are not sliding you and saying you're a bad parent. They're saying, I'm confident enough as an adult now to make my own opinion, and I would like it if you could respect that. When you can get to that place with your child, you are opening up a whole different relationship, and then they're going to share more things with you because they're going to know you're not going to have an opinion of it or say, this is wrong. You need to correct this. When you fail, they're not going to bash you and say, see, you should have done it my way. If you had done it my way, it would have been better. They're going to say, hopefully, (laughs) listen to this. (laughs) I want you to say, I am so sorry. That is the hardest thing. Is there anything that you need from me? If they say no, then that's okay. If they say yes, they're going to tell you exactly what they need. Asking permission is way better than telling your child what is right or wrong when they are an adult. They need to make their own decisions. They need to fall where they need to fall and they need to rise on their own without a tie of you saying like, well, you, you did well because I taught you that. Don't do that to your adult children. Let them rise or fall on their own. These are their lives. They are setting the tone for their own journey. And when you can get to that really honest place with your kids and just watch them thrive, even when you don't agree with every single thing and you look back and you go, you know, they're kind of, I'm looking at my daughter right now and I'm like, I've told her this so many times. I'm like, Ariel, you are a much better mom than I was. Like you are so much more patient with them and you know, and sure, there are times when she's like out of control with them. We all are because they're kids. <laughs> I mean, anyone that has kids knows like you're going to lose it sometimes. But for the, the general everydayness of what I watch, I'm in awe of my daughter raising these three kids, which is so chaotic and so crazy. And she does it with grace. And she even when she's tired, it's like those kids are loved. They are safe. They are happy. And it has nothing to do with me. Like, I'm, you know, I can't take credit for that. That is all her. And so when I get to look and see that she's good, like her and her husband, like they are a great team together and they are raising some incredible kids. And I just love watching the journey of that and not having to step in and correct anything. Please don't do that. If you're a grandma, shut your mouth. Do not correct what they do or don't do with your grandchildren. This these are their kids. Let them figure it out on their own. 
I've sat at many a dinner table where I've had to watch interactions and I'm like, mm, zipping this, not gonna <laughs> jump into this conversation. I am very quietly eating my dinner and I let them figure it out and it, it all works out. And so there are just times when you need as a parent to release and let go and let things happen the way they're supposed to. And if you trust that God has put you on this journey to raise these children so that then they can grow up and raise their own kids and it's not about you, then you are going to have happy, healthy families. And that's really all we want in this unmothered world. So that is all I have to say on this. And I hope that this episode helped you. And if you have any comments about it, please uh, reply in the comment section or follow me on Instagram, the unmothered podcast and leave a comment on there. I would love to hear from you guys or shoot me a DM and, um, yeah, until next time I will see you later. Bye peeps. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you want to get connected with other women who share your unmothered heart, head on over to my private unmothered Facebook community group. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review for this podcast to help me share this message with other listeners. All the links mentioned in today's episode will be in the show notes below. Bye, peeps!